This is Tableside at 16th Street. We're glad to see you here and all set up with a spot just for you. Come on in, grab a snack. There's always room at the table for more. Let's chat a bit, maybe tell a story or two. Welcome to the Tableside. Welcome to the Tableside. What's up? How are you? Hi, I'm good. Cliff, how are you? I am doing really, really well. Um, let's get let's just get to let's this right get here. Down to so, business. Yeah, I see you're wearing your Taylor Swift shirt. I am. This was not. Um, uh, this is a coincidence. Okay. All right. So I know. So some of you may not know this. I think we've explained this before. We we record these podcasts in batches. Yep. Which, from what I understand from all the pros, they say that's the way to do it. Oh, good. Yeah. So we're doing. We got something right. Yeah, we're doing something right. Um, and this week leading up to today, uh, oh, hey, our guy mowing the yards here, so we apologize for any background <laughs> interference that you're going to hear. This is a live show. That's right. Um, that's right. Tableside <laughs> at 16th Street is a <laughs> legit place. I don't know what he ran over. <laughs> but anyway, all week, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the world. But listening to the radio, listening to sports broadcasters yep. listening to stuff on social media you would have the only thing that happened last week was that taylor swift was at the kansas city chiefs game with travis kelsey to support travis kelsey and she sat in the box with his mother with his mama yeah so i have thoughts about it tell me what you think about it well i just need to set the scene so going back to like july 7th and 8th when she was at casey performing. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Travis Kelsey tried to give her a friendship bracelet he with his bracelet. phone number? Yeah, he was trying to yeah. shoot a shot there. Yeah. And he and she, you know, Heads she off. didn't see him, not because, you know, she didn't want to see him, but she doesn't see people before the show. But it's been kind of a, you know, a buzz. And then so Alec and I were watching football on Sunday afternoon, not this last Sunday. Alec was taking a nap on the couch. And I was a little irritated because we didn't get the Casey game. I was irritated about that too. I was like, what I was the heck? Like, Come They're on, literally it's on Sunday. They're here. in Kansas City right now. They always show it here. Well, so we were watching one of the games and then it they, you know, did a cut to the KC game and who did they show? But of course. Taylor Swift. And I was like, <gasps> What? And Alec like sad was like, What? What is it? What's wrong? And I just said, Taylor Swift's at the Kansas City game. <laughs> and I um Immediately, so you know, I'm off my social medias except right. for like you know, posting about the new episodes. I reinstalled Instagram to immediately. See. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was like, I need to see what other people are seeing and talking about. And yeah, she was there, she was at the game, um, wearing like Casey, you know, Chiefs. She had like a really cute windbreaker on. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just you know, Miss American Girl cheering on her football boyfriend. How Insane. And then we went to Walmart and, you know, we're in Bella Vista. So we went to the Jane Walmart and I said, babe, we're in the same state as Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, whoa. And you could tell he could not care less. And so apparently the activities didn't end after the game. Yes. Like they rented out a whole joint and. Yes. And they like paid for everybody's bill. Yeah. And there's, um, you know, like he drove off and she's like in the passenger seat. Oh, my gosh. I, it's a video in the making. It, I know. I was thinking, I was like, it's Getaway Car. It's giving Getaway Car, um, which is a song on Reputation. But oh, 
yeah, I'm excited for it. I like Travis Kelsey. I, I had I him on my fantasy football team last year, and he did really well. Yeah. I, I, I like the guy. I've got no problem with this. I think it's I think it's great. It's not that Kansas City needed another boost. No. Yeah, they're know, fine. Because they were, I mean, they won two Super Bowls in the last three years. And, right. You know, and Kelsey, he's, he's had reality shows he's had you know he's got a really awesome podcast with his brother yeah um you know they got all the attention last year in the super bowl because his brother was on the eagles and he you know then his brother had his own uh documentary series on amazon called kelsey and it was just about him all last season oh because they thought it might have been his last season well the whole spoiler alert he's still playing at the end of it he made the decision to come back and play one more year Oh, so this is his last year. This presumably, presumably, yeah, we okay. don't know. Um, but anyway, so it's not like the guy needed any popularity. No. But here he's like, and, you know, if, if it was me and I made the statement, "Hey, I wanted to give Taylor Swift a friendship bracelet," everybody be like, "Creepo," <laughs> <laughs> you know, who, she's not gonna take it from you. <laughs> but if you're Travis freaking Kelsey, I know he can make it and get on socials, and everybody makes a buzz about it, and. And the publicists put it together and make it happen. Yeah, it's I just can't believe it. I really, you know, because she's so since her breakup with Joe Alwyn, you know, she has been out in the spotlight more and more and more. You know, we've gotten to see a lot of like, you know, things that she's doing. And um, I was I was really surprised. I was thinking that she wouldn't show up. Mm -hmm. But I was wrong and I'm not mad about it one bit. Let me tell you something all Sunday afternoon and evening and actually all throughout the whole week. Every sportscaster and news announcer, everybody was making some sort of Taylor Swift pun. And they were just stumbling over themselves to make yep. the best pun yeah. and make the best jokes. And I was like, I'm not believing this. This many, like, the Venn diagram has come together, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the overflow between the Travis Kelsey football, NFL right. football fans and the Taylor Swift fans. And then, so... I, Bill Belichick, are you familiar with him at all? He's the coach of the Patriots. No. He's known for being just the absolute curmudgeonly of curmudgeons. Oh, okay. Like, he's just always grumpy, never smiles. He's making jokes in his presser. Somebody asked him what he thought about, you know, Taylor Swift being there, and he's like, well, Kelsey's made a lot of good catches in his year, and I think this was probably one of his best Oof, ones. It gives me chills. <laughs> I actually have goosebumps right now. I know, I know. So I mean, here's this old grumpy curmudgeon making jokes about it, too. But it was just amazing, just the number of Taylor Swift song titles I heard yeah. you know, that day, um, you know, and how she's, she's back in her red era now. And, I know. Uh, and then... I know, loving him was red, <laughs> you know? And then the next week... Travis Kelsey jerseys went up. You were the one that pointed this out to me. Four hundred percent, and that was just by what Monday wonder, or Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. I wonder where do I even go to like look up and see if I can. <laughs> you probably can't buy one anywhere. I know. Um, and then I I started seeing ads for Travis Kelsey jerseys. So fanatics normally they're just like you can buy these in all these sizes and they're quality and they're you know game quality. Well, no, this time they're talking about the brilliant red and the embroidery on the numbers <laughs> and how tight it is and all this stuff. Her new favorite number is now going to be 87. 87, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what year he was born, right? Yeah. Shut up. Is it 89? 89, 1989. Shut your mouth. 
He was born in 1989 also, so they're the same freaking My name age. is Travis, and I was born in 1989. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean. It is amazing. It really is amazing. And everybody's just, like, the thing is, is he's not a, you know, because you have some athletes that are polarizing that people are like, I can't stand that guy. Or, but for the most part, he's a pretty good dude. Everybody likes yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's rowdy. He stays he, out of, and there's, so maybe he doesn't stay Well, in, in college, he got kicked out of school. Who didn't school, get in but, trouble you know, in college? But as he's grown up, you know, he's he's rowdy and he's got a mouth on him. But, you know, for the most part, he's he's, I mean, he's a good dude. You know, yeah. he's just a bro. Um, dude, jerseys right now are $174. $174. Is that for an authentic, like an actual well, this is, licensed this NFL is jersey? from in the NFL shop. Yeah, that's NFL shop, if it's a legit jersey, that's that's not too far off from, that's insane. from his cost. Yeah. Um, the guys on the radio that I listen to here locally, uh, Radio John Deke, they were talking about it. And Deke, he goes, there's a card shop, like a football-based sports card shop memorabilia. Yeah. down in Springdale that he goes to. And they had his daughter, who's 14, is a huge Swifty. <laughs> and so she's like, Dad, can we go get some Travis Kelsey cards? And he's like, all right, sure, let's go. Right. So he took her there, and uh, she, she got some Travis Kelsey cards. But they also had a football, a signed Travis Kelsey football there for three bills. Um, and, you know, it was it was sold by Wednesday. Wow. It was gone. Yeah. Um, you know, so you yeah, know, this the, is this is good press for him. Um, <laughs> she doesn't need the good press. I'm just gonna yeah. say it. She doesn't need it, but it, it's good for him. He, the thing is, is, he doesn't need it either. <laughs> and I've been seeing all these memes where like the girls are all like talking to her boyfriends or husbands and stuff. Like, aren't you glad that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map? <laughs> yeah. And they're all just <laughs> right. Like you don't like, even are know. You, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I saw one that's like she's dating some guy named. Kelsey, he's like a tight end or whatever. I don't, you know, and they're like, he's the best, one of the best players in the league, Man, probably in history. You know, this this could be the thing. We've been waiting for some sort of event to bring our nation together. You know, and usually it takes a tragedy or <laughs> or some kind of war, but this this could be the thing. The the union of Travis and Taylor yep. coming together, football and you know, athletes and singers. Because that that's been her whole stick, right, when she was younger. Like, you don't have to date the star football player, and you don't have to, you know, date the popular person. But Right. But look at uh, me now. And also, what I think is, they were talking about this on, on the radio, how most of the dudes she dates are all kind of skinny, wimpy-looking, you know, not... I mean, they may be fit, but they're not like... I mean, I guess, yeah. But then here comes Travis Kelsey, who's 6'3", you know, 6'5", or whatever, and just stacked and... Yeah, so. I I do think the mustache needs to kind of go. I don't love like the. I well, don't he usually carries a beard, so maybe if it was attached may, to the beard, that maybe, would be okay. But yeah. his brother Jason is really it's it's too much beard, so they need to come to like a middle on that. Yeah. But <clears throat> no, I'm excited. I'm for it. Everyone at work is. Um, I've you know I've created this reputation for myself at work, right? Where. And maybe I've done this, you know, maybe I've manipulated them all because now they, I don't have to bring her up anymore. They do it for me. They do it for you, yeah. And, you know, so everyone's been talking about it. Um, what irks me, though, are the comments that are like, oh, well, we'll just get a new album when she breaks up with them. That's that's that. the flip side. There's a lot of people who are like, well, she's just doing it because she's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Because she's an Eagles fan. And yep. she's going to wreck the team because she's yep. going to break she's up with him. She's going to distract him, and know. then she's going to break his heart. The, her, her relationship, she's only going to last six to nine weeks, and that'll Alec be at the end, end of the season. Oh, my 
cannot even. But yeah. Oh my gosh. It's exciting. It's a, it's a, it it's an exciting fun. time. You know, for me, I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. True. And I'm a Taylor fan. So yeah, it's exactly. Uh-huh. It's the two Venn diagrams. The two worlds are colliding. Right. And it's it's beautiful. Well, it's been great because that totally leads into our topic today, which is. Football. We're just doing a whole whole episode on football, and which is beautiful because we had decided to do this months ago, and it just timed out just right to where we can, you know, the uh, the worlds of uh, tableside with uh, you know football and Taylor joining together. I know. At the time I made these notes, it hadn't even happened yet, so I don't have anything (laughs) in here about about it, which is hilarious. Hey, it just worked out. This is what tells me that we are doing the Lord's work here. <laughs> We're doing what we should be doing. We are earning We're, our heavenly jewels. We are walking the right path because everything's <laughs> lining out just right yeah. for us. <laughs> oh, dear. I love it. I Okay, so this is maybe my third season to like really be into football. Mm-hmm. Growing up, my parents, I don't know why, but they did not like football, and they hated the Razorbacks. Oh, no. Hated them. Now, you guys are from this area, We're right? from Springdale. Springdale. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what beef my parents have with the U of A, but they hated the U of A. Um, and so we just never watched football. Again, as mentioned earlier, we watched gymnastics go, go and golf. Gymnastics. Like, that's the sports that we watched. Okay. <laughs> so really, like, when Alec and I got married, I have, like, this, this like, need of, like, I need to be in the know. Like, I have FOMO. Right. Mm-hmm. Fear of missing out. And so I have, like, you know, made myself get into football. But now I really enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. Good. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Yes. Yeah. I spend more time, I think, thinking about it and watching it than Alec does. And it's it's great. We mentioned last week about the uh, the fall and how awesome the fall is. And this was one of the, one of the points, was that fall contains football. Yep. Um, whether it's high school, college, pro, um, it... It, this is what it's about. These fall Fridays and fall weekends are all about uh, football. You know, someone asked, I think it might have been you last week asked me, you know, we were at the Mario party and you're like, what'd you do today? And I'm like, man, it's Saturday. I watched football <laughs> I watched all day. Football. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I did. ESPN game day comes on at eight o'clock in the morning. And the last game usually is over around midnight, and I just let it ride. That's and a long day. It's amazing. Who I love needs it. needs Saturday cartoons? Right? Not anymore. Um, so I, I played football, I played peewee, played junior high and in high school, uh, my 10th grade year, first year of high school football, uh, just a few days before the first game, my knee just exploded. Oh, I didn't know that. Blew up my knee. Um, and I was out for the season and then went back, you know, did the rehab, did the weights, did the whole off season with the football team. And then we did the, uh, uh, physicals. At the first of the next year, which usually is just like, you know, are you standing up straight? <laughs> do all your joints, you know, can you walk? And then you do the cough test, and then you're, you're pretty much passed. <laughs> well, this time, my orthopedist just happened to be the guy doing the physicals. Oh, okay. And I walked in and to do mine, and he was like, huh, I, I've seen your knee. You're not playing this year. Really? And it was just like he ended it? a punch in the gut. Because nobody bet. ever fails the physicals. Right. But he's like, no, nah, I've seen your knee, and it's you almost destroyed it last time if you go again. Oh, dear. And That's so it's sad. Like, yeah, it was rough. It was yeah. a rough day. But uh, the coaches knew I had a hard time with it, so they let me be the, the manager. <gasps> really? 
love that. So I yes. got to be with the team, travel right. with the team. And I was the guy that would, I could fix a helmet, man. If a face mask broke off, I could fix a helmet within two plays. You know, I could, I could do all that stuff. And the guys knew it. And so I, it was all my buddies. So it was, it was fun. I still got to hang out with everybody. So what, um, I got, I got all the benefits of being on the football did team. Did you still get a Letterman jacket? I did. Yep. Oh, heck yeah. Yep. Got a letter. So yeah, I got all the benefits. That's awesome. I just didn't have to run wind sprints every you day. You weren't throwing up. I practice. Yeah, it's a yeah, win win so for it's me. Like, uh, it's all right. And, um, and even then, they let me go through uh, um, two it or not two days, but the off season workouts and stuff like that. So I still got to hang out and work out. Oh, and, and you got to leave leave class. Right? Yeah, I got to leave class. So yeah, it was fun. So. Anyway, yeah, so football's always been real important to me, too. What position did you play? I played defensive tackle. Okay. I was the guy going after the quarterback, so. Oh, how many sacks did you get in your career? Oh, well, there was my shining game was eighth grade versus Bentonville. I got four sacks in one game. Yeah, I was a machine. I was an animal. I never played that good ever again. (laughs) I was not a great player. (laughs) I was always a little slower. But for some reason, that game. That game. Yeah, and it still sticks out. Like, that's how important that game was to me because that was oh, in fifth yeah. grade. And I got four sacks and you know, several forced tumbles and, you know, fumbles. And yeah, it was. A <laughs> it Any was a reception great game. or interceptions? No, inter- I, was on the, I was on the line, so I didn't oh, even get so a chance you were, to. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so you got the, like, the three down linemen. Yeah, I was one of those guys. Oh, okay. So I was the one causing havoc in the front. Is it the cornerback that will try to get interceptions? Correct, yeah. Okay. C- cornerback is a defensive back he plays way 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 back yeah okay okay yeah so but anyway it's 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 not just with football it's not just the game right the game in itself is fun because you've got you know it's like a a strategy you've got the offense and the defense and you're trying to punch through and score and everything but you've got the whole atmosphere surrounding football you've got tailgating and even if you don't go to the game and tailgate you still have parties and yep just you know, ton. You know, you can eat crappy food all day long, but it's all right because hey, you're watching football with your friends. Exactly. And, you know, so there's there's all that kind of stuff, and then there's just there's sheer amount of uh, the fandom as far as like you know, jerseys and hats and all the gear that you can get just for you know just for football. So yep, it is it is so fun. Um, do you know when the very first football game? was played hey watson watson that's wrong he thinks yes he thinks he knows <laughs> nope sorry watson try again <laughs> i have uh, no idea um so it's a combo right between it's an american sport again sorry about the long guy <laughs> uh he's just blowing off my porch making it look nice uh it's an american sport so you got to take these old british games of what they called football which is soccer what we call soccer and rugby, and you kind of crumb oh, them together, okay. and then you have this amalgamation, this crazy game that we call football. Um, but it was November sixth, eighteen sixty nine. Eighteen sixty nine. That was just a few years after the Civil War was over. So that's how long ago this was. We just had a lot of aggression. We had <laughs> a lot built up. To get out, yeah. Uh, Rutgers, which is in New Jersey, and Princeton, which is also in New Jersey, uh, two college teams. Very first football game. Oh, so college the f- football. So college football is what spurred on. Wow, uh, this so whole the, industry that yep, it is now. Exactly. So night as uh, so eighteen sixty nine. Now the first pro game was not long after. It was November twelfth. Again, notice both of these are played in November. So football and fall have been together forever. Um, 
November 12th, 1892. Uh, there was a guy named, this is a great footballer's name, Pudge Helenfinger. <laughs> no? Hellel, Heffel, Heffelfinger. Heffelfinger. Pudge Heffelfinger. Heffelfinger? Yeah. That's bad. It's like a Pudge? Harry Potter name. Yeah. Can you imagine carrying a child for nine months <laughs> just to name <laughs> him name Pudge? This is this is my prodigy. This is my my future, and I'm gonna name him Pudge. That, but like P U D G E. Yep, P U D G E. When was the word Pudgy invented? <laughs> no, now whether this was his real name, <laughs> his given Christian name, or whatever, I don't know. But uh, he was paid again. This is 1892. He was paid five hundred dollars in 1892. That's the equivalent of sixteen thousand two hundred eighty-five today of today's money Whoa. to play one game one game for the Allegheny Athletic Association against the Pittsburgh Athletic Club now I don't know if that was uh, he's credited with being the first one to ever get paid to play Okay. so you had these two athletic clubs in, you know, in these towns and they decided to put the game together so basically what it was it was uh, you know, college guys that are out of college they still like playing football so they got their you know, gyms or whatever to put together. And apparently this guy was really good, so they paid him to come play for their team. Was he a quarterback? That doesn't I didn't dig that far. I don't gotcha. know what position he played, but yeah. So that's That's something. Yeah. I mean, because that's like what a game is like three hours, right? So like five hundred dollars. Who knows how much? It might have been like thirty minutes back then, you know? So Oh yeah. You know. I'm wondering like what was what his hour, hour, <laughs> hourly rate was. Yeah. Well I mean Still, if I got paid sixteen thousand two hundred eighty-five dollars for to, one game to show up and do something one day, I could do anything. I could do anything. <laughs> I could power through. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll be a walk afterward, but um, but yeah. So that's the little bit of the the history. Of their first game, the first pro game. Um, so did they just like take rules from both soccer and rugby and like combine them? Yeah. You know, because like in in rugby, you throw be, you throw behind, right? Mm-hmm. You like right. run forward, but you throw behind. There's more tackling because you can tackle in rugby, right? But then and soccer the ball has a you know changes possession and yeah, you know you have you know you don't really have the set plays as much, but you know soccer is just constant movement. Uh huh. Always moving, moving, moving. Which is those guys, man. They run like I don't know. Dozens of miles a day oh, yeah. in one game. I bet their their hearts are like their ejection fractions are just like so perfect. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, nurse, do you want to know? I can teach nurse you. explain that. Does I'm <laughs> I'm guessing it has something to do with their heart rates. It's like it it's like the percentage of like how much your heart is able to pump out like with each squeeze. Oh, so like okay. normal is like fifty five to sixty five percent. So like with each beat for like a normal heart, like fifty five to sixty percent of the blood that's in the ventricle is like being pumped out. So you want that number to be, like, the lower that that number is, you're in heart failure and your heart isn't pumping well. Okay. But anyway, I bet they have low heart rates, too. Because it's easy, like, whenever you'll hook up people to a vital machine and, like, their pulse will be, like, 40s or 50s, I always ask, do you run? And they'll be like, how'd you know? I'm like, oh, because your heart rate's low. Oh, there we go. See, always learning something. Always learning, yeah. Always learning here. Yeah. What's your favorite teams? 
Um, okay, are we talking college or NFL uh, or all? Yeah, let's just go with all of it. Yeah. Okay, so college. Um, I have to stay true to my alma mater, which was UCA. So I love go Bears. Go Bears. I don't think they're very good. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. I just got a very big reaction from Alex. <laughs> Our engineer disagrees with that. I guess they are good. Question mark. They're, yes. They're not Division One, but they are NCAA. They are. Are they Division Two or? Uh, FBS, like right, okay, yeah. But so they have right a cool there. football field. Have you seen it? It's like purple and gray stripes. Oh, yeah, it's color it's really cool. Right. Um, and then obviously, you know, I'm from Arkansas, so I root for the University of Arkansas. Yeah, and correct. It's hard. I feel well. I, I definitely do pay more attention to U of A than UCA. But I mean, it's U of A, well, and, right? And we're in yeah, Northwest Arkansas, and you can't so. watch UCA on TV either. Sometimes you can. I feel like we watch them on TV. On a Saturday. Every now and then they'll get paid to play a good big team. I've seen them. Yeah. Play. All right. And Arkansas State, I think, played, I want to say like Alabama earlier this year or something. Yeah, and they of course they got demolished. But I guess, you know, those are the games that they get paid to play. I which, you know, whatever. That's why they get to have a purple and gray field. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then NFL, um, I love the Chiefs, obviously. Uh-huh. But I, I I will put it out there. I liked <clears throat> the Chiefs before. Beforehand. Before all of this Taylor Swift stuff went down. Yes. Um, but that's just because, like, I'm a local kind of girl. Yeah. You know, like, I like to support the local teams. Um, but I do, I really do like the Cincinnati, the Bengals. Okay. Um, Joe Burrow's fun to watch. He's yeah. He's kind of arrogant and cocky. Kind, but, yeah. But I, I kind of like that. Like, I think he does it. I, I don't. He does it well, I guess. Yeah, like he does it as a. Uh, I think it's almost like a character for him. Maybe. I don't even think that's really him, but he. Like his, like his, his alter ego. Yeah, like right. He gets on the field. I mean, he may be, but again, I, I think he's fun to watch. I think he's really athletic, and I think he's, he, I think he's. It's always fun to see what what he does. Yeah, um, I do also like the Bills, and I think that's because last season when it was my first season to do fantasy football, I had, I had Gabriel Davis Davis on my mm. team. And I watched that game against the Chargers because it was at the SoFi Stadium. Yeah. And they did well. So I think that was, you know, that was kind of like my introductory, like, into NFL. So okay. I like them. Yeah. But I, I also like the Seahawks oh, because of that's Alec. That's your boy, yeah. Alec loves the Seahawks. He lived in Seattle for a year. So he loves he loves all things He's Seattle. He's all Seattle, yeah. But he thinks that you can only root for one team. And I need to know what uh, you think about that. So... Mm, I think I think you can root for multiple teams because there's a lot of Thank teams you. I like watching. But when it comes down to it, and someone says, "Who are you a fan of?" Like I think there's like there's like a primary team. But and then I like so for instance, uh, I'm a Razorback guy also, born right. and raised here. You know, went to the U of A okay. and everything. Um, I'm also a Chiefs fan again. I've been a Chiefs fan even when they were terrible back in the 80s. Oh, really? <laughs> so my dad and my Uncle Dean and my Uncle Dean's nephews and a bunch of other dudes, we used to go to Chiefs games. Oh, At least fun. we would go once a year. Yeah. We would, they would get tickets, and this is when they were stupid cheap, but we would usually end up sitting like... Way up. Like, I remember one time we went, and we were... It was us, the next row, and then the wall, and then nothing. Like, we, <laughs> we were the second from the top. It was so high up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we used to go to the Chiefs games all the time uh, when we were when I was a kid, and so I started loving them then. Um, I used to like the Giants when I was in junior high because I loved uh, Lawrence Taylor. Oh, okay, he was a linebacker and he was just brutal and he was amazing. Um, and the Giants were really really good then. It was really hard to be a Chiefs fan back in the eighties because they were so terrible. 
Mm. <coughs> but well, they needed it, to take some notes from Arkansas then, and uh, how we love our yeah. Razorbacks. Um, so, but being a Razorback fan, I'll you know I'm I'm diehard. I love them all the time. But I also really enjoy watching Oklahoma play. Like OU or yeah, Oklahoma, and I I like watching um, I like watching Texas play too. But don't tell anybody around here. Don't tell. Yeah, it's yeah. a secret. <laughs> yeah. So because like like there's a lot of people still old school around here with the so the Southwest Conference. I don't know if you knew this. Now before we were in the SEC, there was the Southwest Conference, which was Arkansas, <clears throat> and then like a handful of Texas teams, and it was Texas and Baylor and Rice and. Houston and SMU and uh, I don't remember who else in there, but A and M, Texas Tech. I think that might have been it. But anyway, it was it was Arkansas versus Texas. Well, then when there was a scandal with SMU and they got kicked out of football for a couple of years, um, so then the Southwest Conference broke up. But these old timers around here still see Texas as our primary rival. Some things never change. That's right. So if you tell them that you enjoyed the Texas game, they're uh, they get angry. Yeah, get angry with you. Well, who's our who's our number one rival right now? Mm, that is a good. I feel question. like it's everybody. It's everybody. <laughs> we yeah. Yeah, I mean they they tried <laughs> to make reason too, they I tried guess. to make the uh, Missouri our rival with the mm-hmm. with the battle line rivalry where they oh. get out the trophy. Yeah, but it just nobody cares about Missouri football. <laughs> <laughs> And plus, I would say Missouri probably cares about Missouri football. And plus, we would we would either beat them, or we were supposed to win, and they somehow eked out a win at the end, and oh. so that would just make everybody angry. So yeah, it wasn't like oh, here's Missouri again. We got to get them. I don't think there's ever going to be a rivalry as much as what we had with Texas. And now, next year, we've got Texas and Oklahoma moving into the SEC. <gasps> So we're going to be playing Texas every year. So that whole thing's just going oh, to Oh, snap. In OU? Because OU is pretty good, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, they're both good. But we've never been in the same conference with Oklahoma, but it's always been because they're a neighbor state. Yeah. You know, you know, did they, are they still a recruit from us or blah, 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 or whatever. But um, Interesting. I wanted to go to Oklahoma University when I was for oh, yeah? a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they had a good gymnastics team. Oh. And like Bart Connor. Do you know who Bart Connor is? I do, yes. I know who he is. So yeah. I've met him multiple times. Olivia. Him and his wife, Nadia Kalmanich. Another, they're married? They're married, yeah. I didn't know I've that. I've met them, Cliff. I did not know that. I have pictures that. of them on my Nadia wall. I knew Nadia was, I knew they were both Olympics, but, or Olympians, but I oh, didn't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, she's like, she scored the first perfect 10. Yeah, she's and amazing. Yeah, she's, yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, so I wanted to go to OU because, yeah. because he went to OU. So yeah, so I think you can be uh, you can enjoy watching other teams, but you can really have that one yeah. Solid so like, fan. if you have multiple good teams on TV at the same time, who are you picking? Right, exactly. And for you, NFL would be the Chiefs. The Chiefs, yeah, all the time, yeah. Because that's yep. the first game I look for on Sunday. Is like where are the Chiefs. I know we on? do have it. We do have it this week. Oh, good. It's Sunday so, evening. Okay, good. And exciting, we have a Seahawks game on Monday. Oh, We fantastic. never get to watch the Seahawks. That's right, yeah. They're hardly, because we're, we're never in their, yeah. their field, yeah. Yep, so I've got Geno Smith on my on my bench right now. Okay. But I have Justin Herbert starting, so I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, um, so yeah, the, uh, I don't know where I was going to go, but as far as fandom, you, you can you can watch other teams. It's It's fine. It's okay. You need to have that one solid that you always come back to. Now, it's interesting that both you and I are Chiefs fans because growing up, this area was very much Cowboys inundated. 
now oh, because well, everybody loved the Cowboys. And even like if you watch the news, they would give Razorback Report and Cowboy Dallas Cowboy <laughs> Report. I wonder when did that change because I feel like people hate the Cowboys. When, when Dallas Cowboys started doing terrible, <laughs> when they stopped winning so much. <laughs> but we still like the Razorbacks. Well, <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, the Razor, we don't have a protein. We don't have Arkansas. It's Arkansas. The protein. Razorbacks are our protein. It, it, it is 100 <laughs> percent because the way we back them, the way we, the way Arkansas Twitter trashes the Hogs, um, the amount of attention that a Hog game gets on a Saturday if it's in Fayetteville, it, we have that's they're our protein. Yeah, you know, and so there's proteins that don't get that much. Whoop, excuse me, <laughs> that don't get that much attention. But uh, yeah, so but I think growing up in the eighties and the nineties, the Cowboys were super super good. They were always yeah. you know in there in the mix of it, and then through the two thousands and you know the two thousands tens, they really started stinking it up. And, that's, and is that just because they couldn't keep players, or like why they went you through know? like fourteen different coaches? Jerry Jones, who again is a former Razorback. So there's a oh. there's a lot of connection mm-hmm. between and mm-hmm. there's always been a lot of connection between Dallas and Northwest Arkansas. Oh, okay. I personally, if I ever had like a gajillion dollars, I would build what I would dub the Razorback Freeway and build a straight highway between Fayetteville and Dallas. Mm. And I wonder like how much like, time that would save. Like four exits on the whole thing. It's just like a super freeway where you could just Drive as fast as you want to, almost like Audubon speeds. The, yep. And just to get to Dallas, because this it's a six hour drive to Dallas, but that's because you got to go through like Muskogee and McAllister and all you those know, little the one, tiny towns. The one thing that I well, okay, I learned a lot of things in physics when I was in college, but what is it? Displacement is shorter than distance. Does that sound right, Alec? So, like, what I mean is, you know, like if you're making a right angle, right, uh-huh. versus like the the yeah. slanted part, that part's a lot shorter. Yeah. So if you could just go directly, as the exactly. bird flies, I guess. Right. As the common man. The shortest would distance say. is always a straight line. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder how much time that would save. Oh, it would say I could probably whittle it down to at least a three-hour drive. I bet. If because that's a lot more. Uh, yeah. If you that's could cut through doable. everything, yeah. And but the thing is, is like it's dedicated. You're not going to have all these little interstate towns. <laughs> You're just going to have four exits. Will there be a Bucky's, the though? Only four exits four to exits. use the restroom? That's it. I mean, it's a commitment. And you would have to pay for it, too. But I would pay 50 bucks oh, to ride I, that. At first, I liked this idea, but nah, nah, you, the you, only four restrooms is a no for me. No, nah, no. Nah, you, you get four exits. You're only on the road three hours. Cliff, do you know me? I went to the bathroom before I came three here, hours. and then Alec and I drove 20 minutes to get here, and I had to go to the bathroom again. Well, we'll have rest stops or something like that, but there's four exits in the whole thing. <laughs> rest stops are sketchy. Anyway, okay, continue so with your... Yeah, so that's a side trip down to <laughs> my dreams and passions about the yeah, Razorback Turnpike. Is that the first thing that you would do if you had a bajillion dollars? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I would throw a kicking party if I had... <laughs> yeah. One kicking party. One kicking party. Um, anyway, so yeah, there's always been the connection between Northwest Arkansas and Dallas, and so that's why the Cowboys have always been. It's only been recently that the eyes have been open to Kansas City, uh, probably in the last 15 years, probably, is when people really started realizing that, okay, you know, Kansas City's just like a three-hour drive, three-and-a-half-hour yeah. drive. It's a short trip, and it's a pretty cool little town, too. I've never been. I need to go. 
Oh, really? You've never been to Kansas City? I don't City? know how. Well, you know, growing up, we would just go to Branson. Yeah. You know, um, and like my, you know, my parents aren't like, they've never been, you know, one to go to like a sports bar or, you know, I mean, like we like barbecue, but uh-huh. that's not like they're going to yeah. go get like chicken fried chicken or something instead of, you know, like some good smoked meat. Yeah. So, yeah, but Alex been a couple of times and we've, there have been a couple, you know, several times where we've had like a couple of days off and we're like, well, we're going to go to KC, but we just, we haven't. Yeah. I was trying to convince him to go to the KC Seahawks game last year on Christmas oh, Eve. Oh, on Christmas Eve? Yep. Yeah, that, that would have been rough. It would have been worth it, though. It would have been, been really fun. cool, but yeah. maybe it'll happen again. So, yeah, so it's but it's been fun to see, you know, all these, you know, new Kansas City, and plus the fact that they're doing really, really well. Yeah. You know, that, that helps a lot, a lot, too, so. I like their coach. Andy Reid's fun. I really like yeah. him, yeah. yeah. I like him. He's really smart. He was with the, with the Eagles for a long time, too. That's another Taylor Swift theory is that he knows her family. And he's the one that actually was the matchmaker between oh, Travis and Taylor. Really? It's a theory. It's a theory out there. Yeah. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. So interesting. Um I don't but she's not evil though. That's the thing. Taylor Swift is not evil, but anyway, continue no, on. She's not. Uh so anyway, yeah. So it's fun to see that the uh the folks are flying around with the uh with the Chiefs now. You see Chiefs flags around here, a lot more stuff. So yep. but I like you was you know I was before the before the term before the bandwagon you know I was one of those guys. Gotcha. Plus Joe Montana played for the Chiefs and that was really cool. Who's he? You oh, said Joe Montana. Come on, man. You said Joe Montana. You got to do better. No, 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 no. You said Joe Montana. Yeah, Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Alec is just I'm shrinking so into sorry. his shirt. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint oh, you. I really I'm, don't right, know. No, it's, it's fine. I'm. Who that I'm, I'm going to give you some grace. Because, yes, you are young, and he hasn't played in decades. Um, and you just started watching football a couple years ago, so I'll, I'll give you grace. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have jumped on you, but that it took <laughs> me okay. back a little bit because <laughs> he was like hero, childhood hero. Oh. He is one of the greatest, considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Oh, okay. Probably top five. Who's number one? Uh, well, that's debate. A lot of people are saying it's Brady just because he was in there for so long. And I do not like Tom Brady. I don't like him, but I would say he's pretty good. I mean, because you, you've got guys like Johnny Unitas that was amazing, um, but they played a different game back then. They were actually a lot tougher back then than they are now because they got hit all the freaking time. Mm. Uh, there weren't as many quarterback protection rules as there are now. But they probably got paid less. Uh, they did. Yeah, they yep. got paid less. Yep. And they were pretty much crippled when they <laughs> uh, ended their season. Joe Montana's not. Joe Montana's doing commercials now. Oh. He's doing commercials for like Insure. Let me and look like, him up for like Insure? Some, yeah. I'm sure you've seen. He's, oh, he's got a Guinness commercial out now, too. He's doing that. He's, uh, but you know, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, those guys, Elway. Probably some of the top quarterbacks, but Joe oh. Montana is definitely. Where do you think Patrick Mahomes fits in with that? Uh, he's climbing his way up there. He's yeah. as far like he's 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 one of those guys that sets the he's the youngest quarterback to do this, youngest quarterback to set this record, and so there's a lot of that going on with with Patrick Mahomes. He's if he continues, if he doesn't get hurt, doesn't go squirrely, if he continues on the path that he's on, he's I mean he's already Hall of Famer. Yeah. I do like Patrick Mahomes. Um, I do too. If I'm being picky, though, he chews on his retainer way too much, mm-hmm. and I don't enjoy that. I don't like watching that. So that's a mouthpiece. <laughs> his retainer. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, this is this this right here is why I have Shannon as my co-host. I love this. Um, oh man, I'm yeah. sure mouthpiece probably does more to protect his mouth than his irritator would. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. And uh, okay, there was this SNL sketch one time with Kristen Wiig, and I think she was like a like a checkout lady at Target. Oh, Have yeah. you seen this skit with like the, her the and lady. Justin Timberlake? Oh, yes. And someone describes her as like her eggs or her eggs, her voice, her vocal cords are covered in eggs. <laughs> Whenever Patrick Mahomes talks, it I'm sounds like, like he needs to clear his throat. Yes, yeah. and it drives me crazy. But overall, yeah. I think he's great. So I've I've always liked him. I've always he played for Texas Tech. Yeah. When we played them, he played for Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, he was the coach there, and he lit us up. Really? He, Patrick Mahomes, destroyed it. Because I remember watching it him and probably thinking. probably doesn't take much. And I'm thinking, man, this guy. And this is when we were good. Um, but he just destroyed us. And I remember thinking how much fun this kid is to watch. And then he goes to the Chiefs, and I was even more excited. Yeah. And, it, yeah, he's lived up to it. Yeah, I, I, he is good. I do I do enjoy watching him. Um, Did you find Joe Montana? Yeah. He, Did he no, look familiar? Th- no. But no? Okay. they said that he only played for a year. Like 1993 to 1994 for the Chiefs. He played two years for the Chiefs, I thought. Oh, okay. But he was a... Well, I guess 93 to 94. So. He played San Francisco 49ers, yeah, for, 49ers. for like no, a decade and a half almost. So, it was a But long do time. you like the 49ers? No. I hate them. <clears throat> I don't know why. I never... Well, so when I was a kid, they were fun to watch. I liked them. Uh-huh. But at, at that time, I was really into the Chiefs and the Giants. And there was always the Giants and the 49ers in the playoffs. And so, but but it was watching Joe Montana and going back and watching some of his films um, and some of the plays. I and, mean, of course, he had amazing receivers. Um, you know, Jerry Rice, he's, again, Hall of Famer. You know, but they, so he did really, really well. But he was, he was good. And when he came to the Chiefs, the Chiefs finally got to the playoffs. And, oh, okay. And you know, they started doing really well. So he helped them a lot. But... Uh, yeah, so he it, he was he was pretty awesome. Um, and I was what I was going to say was about Patrick Mahomes. There's a documentary called Quarterback. Yeah. On Netflix, have you watched any We've of that? We watched a couple episodes. I loved that documentary. It yeah. was so cool because it followed him and Kirk Cousins and um, uh, oh gosh, is it the guy from up north? Yeah, he's the he's, purple he's purple ho- team. No, that's Kirk Cousins. Okay. from the Vikings. Uh, he was the Heisman Trophy winner. Oh my gosh, his name slips me. Let me just look it up. Really he quick. was. Uh, he's from Hawaii. He played for Oregon. Was this the guy that looks like the dad? Or he's no, like... that's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I <laughs> guess the only thing that I paid attention to is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> uh, Let me look it up. Hold on, hold Mary. On. Uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of his name? This is this is disgusting. Uh, yeah, um, think of his first name. But anyway, it basically followed these three quarterbacks, and the whole documentary is about them and how they survived this one season. Yeah, Marcus Mariota. Uh, Mariota, yeah. It was on the tip of your tongue. It was. It was there. I would have thought about it. I could have got it. <laughs> um, but anyway, you've had you've got uh, Kirk Cousins, who is really good and really solid, um, and he's on a team that's really good, but they just can't break through championship level. And he's been playing for years. You've got Patrick Mahomes, who's still relatively new, who's just shot up rocket rocket superstar status. And you've got Marcus Mariota, who won the Heisman Trophy and was supposed to be the next big thing, 
but he's on his fifth team already. Mm. Um, and so it's just kind of their, the different ways they handle it and, and their families and what they do during the week to get through, get prepared for the game and stuff like that. And I was just, um, I knew that those guys worked hard and I knew they did a lot of stuff to get themselves prepared. But the amount that they go through is just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what they go through. And it gave me a lot more respect, one, for each three of <clears throat> each one of them. But for Patrick Mahomes, the workout regimen that he does, and how he's not just out there just on raw talent. Like, he he works at that stuff. Yeah. Big time, so. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's, it's if you like anything about football at all, it's really, really worth a watch. Um, I'm, Carrie watched it, and she actually is the one that turned me on to it. She's like, oh, yeah, you okay. should watch it. And now she's like, I think I want to watch football a lot this year. <laughs> yeah, well, and like, we got Kyle kind of interested, too. Yeah, because Kyle's not a sports dude at all. Yeah, you know, he's he's like know, a musical guy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so a couple weeks ago we were watching some game series. Like now, now what's happening here? You know, now can they? So this is over, right? They, and I said, no, they can score again. So he's he's like, man, you kind of got me interested in this. Yeah, so that's how it starts. That is. So yeah, I told Carrie, I was like, well, you need to hang out with Shannon on Sundays and watch football because she's yes. digging at Fulton Boat. Yeah. I mean, we like last Sunday. It was the perfect Sunday, you know, because we got our TV set up outside and. So oh, just, yeah, it was really nice. Oh, yeah. it was so nice. We've got, like, our little thermocell thing on to, to keep the bugs, keep away. The bugs away. And and our son, Oliver, gets to play outside all <laughs> afternoon. And uh, so it's just a win-win, you know? Now, what is the reason that – what got you hooked into football? Uh, my competitiveness, um, fantasy football. Fantasy football. Without a doubt. So our friends from college, they've been doing fantasy football for – I mean, years. And um, so our grand commissioner, um, we, we call him Warner. Um, in our friend group, there's like, there's an Alec. There's two Alexes. And th- now there's also a baby Alex. So oh, man. we've got a Warner, Drozel, and then you know everyone calls Alec Fortner. Um, so Warner is our grand commissioner. And two years ago, I was like, my FOMO, I was like, I want to be in on the hype. Like, yeah. tell me what, tell me more about fantasy football. And so, um, he got a group of 12 people and it's, um, our league is called low expectations. <laughs> Love it. Um, because you know, like last year was a lot of our first year to do it. So yeah. we had low expectations and we had a blast. There's 12 of us. Um, and we, we did last season. My goal was just to not get pummeled. Like, and that's what I said. I just don't want to get pummeled. I, I know I'm not going to win. Right. And so there were a couple, there's this guy that I work with who is in like five different fantasy football leagues and he pays, he pays like big money. Oh, so he's in the big money leagues. He is. And he, he's like, um, he's one of our nurses and he does a, a, in a league with a lot of the CRNAs. So, you know, they're, they're just, who knows? He'll probably, you know, could win like a thousand dollars on, on a league. So there was one day where we were both in a procedure room together. So it's like, he was the nurse I was, you know, assisting, and then we had our physician in the CRNA, and I was the only the only woman in the in the room, and I was like, okay, Josh, I need you to teach me, I need you to teach me what a running back is and what a wide receiver is, <laughs> and then what does the tight end do? And the CRNA was like, just just auto draft, Shannon. You just need to auto draft. And I was like, no, I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna figure this out. And so here we are. This is our second season. I am second in the league. Had a kid this week. Had a kid. So. So for those that you don't know fantasy football, you basically choose players. Uh, doesn't have to be from the same team. But you just choose players and you build your own team. Yeah. 
and then you win points based on their production in real life. And so you've got this fantasy team, yep. um, and these guys, as their stats go up, you get you earn <clears> points. <throat> now, I first played fantasy football back in the old days, <laughs> back in nineteen ninety three. That's when I played it. We it was Whoa. my first year in college. First year in college, the guys got together. We decided to play fantasy football. Never heard of it ever. Uh huh. Um, and then here was old man. Uncle Cliffy talking. <laughs> we had a hand-drawn poster board that we actually did our draft on. Oh. Because um, there was no internet. There was no socials. This wasn't even a thing. Nobody even knew about it. So how did you know all these players? We would get catalog or magazines and uh, Sports Illustrated Whoa. and Sporting News and newspapers, and we would go that route. There was one magazine at the time one publication about fantasy football and it was only in its second year of publication and turned we all ended up we all showed up to the draft and we all had the same copy (laughs) (laughs) so we all thought we were you know gonna be smart but the thing was what um you know there was no way to track scores so we had our commissioner he was manually putting in scores he actually had a program that someone had built him. It was customized, and he would print out these reports with everybody's scores on it, but he was manually typing in the numbers. Wow, that's some commitment. But we wouldn't know, unless we were keeping track of it ourselves, we wouldn't know how we stacked up against everybody else until Tuesday afternoon. Oh. So now you know it. You know instantly. Instantly, yeah. Yeah. So it was Tuesday afternoon, because we had to wait till after the Monday night game, and then he would have to get the newspapers and the box scores and everything and plug in all the numbers and oh, and like for each individual player. For each player. individual player. And then he would print out a report. And we would go to his dorm room. By, he would have them ready at Tuesday at 2. And we would go in there and he would print them off. And we'd get this packet of paper. And we'd have to look and see how everybody did and compare it up. And then then we had like three days to turn our rosters in if we were going to make any changes. Oh. Um, because he had to get them put in before. They didn't have Thursday and Friday night pro games then. So he had to get them all put in before Sunday at noon. Uh, so wow. it was a lot, lot more work. A lot of work because, like, how yeah. would you know if, like, an inj- like if a player got injured? We wouldn't know till, or like, if they were questionable versus doubtful yeah. versus out, or so. Yeah, I mean, if we had to, we had to make our changes by Thursday. <laughs> by Thursday, yeah. So if it happened on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, we were good. But if it happened on Friday, yeah, we were out of luck. Wow. <laughs> so, but it was fun. I, I liked it. Um, yeah. But now. um and it, fantasy football is its own industry. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's tons of websites that are geared just to that. Now there's multiple shows on podcasts. TV. Podcasts that are wholly dedicated to building and maintaining your fantasy team. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, so I even, you know, because I am so competitive, I have, like, four different apps right now. I've got our Sleeper app, which is what we use, like, to manage our team. But then I have Draft Wizard. Which kind of helps like rank all oh, of wow. your all of the players, and then I have another rankings thing, and then I have the score. Oh which... my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> because I like now that I have a feel for it, I'm like, yeah. Now you're getting in the and my team's doing pretty good. My well, team is doing. I had the highest score of the league last week, and this week I'm already projected to win. It's like 71 percent me and 29 percent my opponent. Because I had how funny. I know I had a. Was it David Montgomery from the Lions? 
they played against Green Bay, and he got he got me thirty three points <laughs> as a running back. So like I am feeling good. Now, but do you guys have money invested in this, or is, or oh, is I think it just it's like, a trophy? I think it's like ten bucks a person. Yeah, that's, either ten or twenty. Yeah. But so this year it was really fun. We had a we all got together and had like a draft party, um, and so we had like field games to kind of determine your draft pick. Uh-huh. It's like where you were in the draft, and so we, you know, it was like a whole thing. And then the guys got together, and they're like, "Well, we're going to start having destination drafts." So we'll see. I mean, they were talking like Las Vegas, yeah. Kansas City. I want to go to the beach, so I said, "Let's go to the beach." Yeah, I know a guy that he he and his he's got three brothers, and they have a bunch of friends. Every Labor Day weekend, they get together, um, yeah, and they do a draft. They go somewhere and stay together, and they do a draft, and it's you know. Guys drinking weekend, you know, and yeah, hang up. But they also do the draft that weekend too. So yeah, and it was a lot of fun. It was it was fun because we all sat in a circle too, like while the draft was going on. Mm-hmm. So there was a bunch of banter, you know. Like I wanted Travis Kelsey, and um, one of our, you know, one of the other people in the league, she got she got Travis Kelsey, and I was like, oh, you came like right from my jugular girl. <laughs> and, but now her username is Taylor's alleged boyfriend. So that's funny. <laughs> What I also really enjoy about it is just the creativity of people, of people's like team the names. The team names, yeah. So I had um, J.K. Dobbins okay. on. So I had Dobbins as a free elf from Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. But then, of course, he got injured. So yeah. now I have uh, Justin Herbert as my starting quarterback. So my username is Strawberry Sherbert. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever. So yeah, it's, it is fun. Uh, I've done it a few times, you know, since the olden days. Um, and it, you're right. It is the draft day where you get everybody in the same room. We had a couple of drafts here, a bunch of guys just, you know, everybody's at their laptops and they're, you know, sending messages to each other, even yeah. though we're sitting in the same room, somebody will type something <laughs> in and crack everybody up or whatever. But, uh, yeah. it is fun. Um, Carrie actually suggested that we do uh, <gasps> a league fantasy league next year. Oh, I'm in. With, Absolutely. Even with, you know, most, a lot of her friends, they don't follow football that much, or they wouldn't know. But Lindsay's been in like three or four draft teams hmm. at work. Um, I've done it before, so yeah, I, I'm like Carrie, don't don't tempt me because yeah, babes, don't threaten me with a good time. I think that would be fun. I, mean, I would do it. Yeah, you know, it, it would just be fun just to see how everybody would stack up. Yeah, and and I think I think football itself, NFL, has it's always been popular, but I think once fantasy, like in the early 2000s really started ramping up is when the huge yeah. amounts of crowds and money were being spent on the yeah. NFL. It's more interactive, mm-hmm. you know. Um I think one thing for me that I kind of struggled with last year was like I mean and I I mean as a I I still consider myself as a newbie mm-hmm. like keeping track of more than just my team. Right. But also keeping an idea of like well who else is doing really well this yeah. season. Or like one of my friends um I work with him and he's in our league and the other day he came up asking me like, well, who should I start? Because, you know, they're playing this defense and they've got a really good, like, you know, interception. And I'm like, Ethan, why are you asking me? Like I'm the last person you should get any of your (laughs) advice from. Um, But I, you know, so like it's, there's a lot of moving parts to it. And it's different. You pay a little bit more attention to it. Also when there's prizes or, and, or money (laughs) involved. Um, You know, that's, that's one thing that, I kind of got into a little bit more last year. Um, was doing a little bit of gambling. <laughs> Not you. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> when I was a kid in my in my dark ages, 
me and my boys, we had a a duplex together, and we actually had a a bookie that would come to our house every Thursday. And a bookie, yeah, like a guy, like a illegal betting ring. <gasps> he would come, and we really? we give him our picks, and then on Tuesday he would come and pay us. And oh. Then, Thursday he would come back by and we'd give him our next picks and so really did that for a while that was probably not the best decisions but you know you could have done a lot worse things I could have oh well I, some things I did but <laughs> we'll get into that some other day <laughs> but now it's a little bit more less taboo I guess and yeah. and it's 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 legalized because now you sports gambling is legal now, <laughs> and um, they have apps. Now I'm I'm not a degenerate. I have rules, like at the first of the year I, you know, invest a certain amount of money. You know, it's not a huge amount. It's just you know, 125 bucks. You know, that's it, just for the year, and that's my money. As soon as I run out of that money, I'm done. Right. Well, last year I did that, and well, I never ran out of money. And the, the intent is as soon as I double that, then I pull out my initial investment and then everything else, I'm just playing with house money. So house, wh- girl math. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you don't call it girl math and call it house money, I understand. That literally clip is girl math. <laughs> what everybody else doesn't know is that we had a conversation before we started this episode about how girl math girl works. Math. And I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. But now that I'm seeing girl math in a gambling standpoint, like, oh, okay, now it clicks. Now it makes sense. So, <laughs> okay. so yeah, so as soon as I get my money back, I've already paid my investment. So everything else is house money. So if I lose it, who cares? Yep. And I can get a little bit more free with my bets. And, um, Oh yeah. You know, so I use an app. I use bet Saracen. Um, you know, they're an Arkansas only. Like if I try to log on to this app in any other state, I can't get onto it. Oh really? It's only in Arkansas. So the money kind of, the money stays here. Uh, now I'm, I'm paying a casino, but you know, but anyway, um, but it's, it's fun, but you get a little bit more invested because you have to pay attention to the other. And I only do college ball. I don't bet on the hogs because I did that the first year and I bet the point spread and the hogs lost the game, but I won the bet because I bet against the spread and I just felt dirty. Oh like yeah. It didn't feel like right. You'd yeah, betrayed like, them a like, little like bit. oh yeah, yeah, I won $95, but I just, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't bet the hogs anymore. And plus the hogs are too unpredictable. You don't they know what are. they're going to do. So, so it's a lot more fun. So it helps, you know, again, gives you that other, edge to pay attention to games and that was one of the things that with the other night why i was so invested in this like i don't know it was two west coast was teams it, was it colorado and oregon um uh, might have been might have been or no it was colorado colorado state or no i don't i don't remember which one it was but anyway i'd bet for one of the teams and i was rooting for him and that's when kyle was asking like you know so are you going to win this money i'm like well, there's still a chance I might not win or I might win. And then at the end of it, I ended up winning. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay. that's You're that also like just fun. a lucky person. I'm blessed, Shannon. That's not I'm what I'm blessed. not lucky. I'm blessed. <laughs> but, but anyway, that's – but it, it, I can see how it can really get out of hand. And, oh, yeah. And some of my more reckless days, then, yeah, it did get out of hand. And it was – but now I've, I've got parameters. I've got my rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the only thing I do. You know, this is – well, I also bet on horse races too, but – well, I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> but that's you know? one day I w- we were sitting here talking, and I, 
said something. Carrie was here, and I said something. Well, I said, it's not like I'm a degenerate gambler. Right. She said, Cliff, you have an app on your phone. Okay, but you have standards, though. <laughs> That's, that's so the difference. I just that's thought it was funny that she said that. Um, like, um, yeah, it just you're, reminds you're, you're, me, you're you know right. that? You, did you watch The Office? Oh, yeah. When when they're like trying to come up with like the Tallahassee, the Tallahassee team, and Kevin's <laughs> like, I feel like I'm at a good place with my gambling that I can like go down to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So, but yeah. So anyway, that's that's one of the fun parts. And that's one of the how, way it gets exciting, too. Is there like a minimum that you have to put in to those apps? So I can $5. go in and put like, oh, I can put $5. Yeah. I think I think minimum is $2 bet. Oh, okay. So yeah. So yeah, you just deposit your money that in. That could be like a passive income. And then. <laughs> when you, once you get your. Never, ever think of gambling as income. <laughs> That is when you get in trouble. I am so sorry. Never, ever think I, of it as We'll income. rewind that. We'll cut that out. Because whatever you get is bonus money, and that's all it is. But never think of it as, oh, I need to make some money, so let me go place a bet. Oh. This is why. I could do that with, like, Do you know why Monday Night Football is so popular? No. Because of gambling. Oh. Because everybody's gambled all weekend, and they meet, they've, they're down, so they need that last-ditch win at the end of the weekend. Mm. So that's why they bet on Monday Night Football. And that's why Monday Night Football is so popular because it's that one last. I got you. Okay, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of it comes back to gambling. That's <laughs> and so, and that's how fantasy football started too. Was all, it was a gambling thing. Oh, but, well, I mean, yeah. you know, so we're we're taking part in that, but it's fun. But as long as you work with parameters, and long as it's not like you're betting your mortgage or yeah, your your kids are eating, you know. Pop tarts all no, day long. No, our, our animals are eating good. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, so as, as long as that's that's happening, you're okay. So now, yeah, and so that also leads to some of the dark side of. There's a little bit dark side of football. You know, the the downside of you got the concussions and the injuries, and you got all those old players that can barely walk now. Yeah, um, people having cardiac arrests on the field. On the field, yeah, just wild things like that. Um, and I think they're doing a little bit better now with like. Uh, NFL pensions and health insurance and taking care of the players afterward mm-hmm. a little better. I, I think there's still a lot to go. Um, concussions are still a big, yeah, because you know, it's like having a, a wreck every time you get tackled. Yeah. You know, and so like there's brain injuries. And, and I stuff wonder, in. and like watching these tackles, like, and they just get up. I'm like, that must hurt so bad. And they just get back up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's the helmets help, and the, there's there's better protection. <laughs> yeah, it's fun watching those old guys in like the old leather helmets and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> how did you guys? Even, and you look at them, and they look like they're you know, eighty years old. But oh, he was thirty nine years old, and still playing. I'm like, good lord, he's right. beat up bad. But did you see video of Cuba, Cuba, Cuba Hubbards? Like you can like see where his Achilles, like, snaps. You can see it, like, rebound back in his leg. Have you seen that? Which one? Do you know what I'm talking about? There was some, I think it was Cuba Hubbard. Is that a player? Am I making that up? I don't know Cuba Hubbard. From the NFL? Uh, there's a He, Hubbard. like, ruptured his Achilles. Chubb? Chubb. Yeah. Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. Nick Chubb, because Alec had him. Um, but you can, like, see where his, like, Achilles, like, snaps. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, the guy, he, like, blew out his knee. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, these get those bad. Oof. Those are awful. Um, that hurts. Yeah. So and there's you know, but that's that's pretty rough. You also have the whole: is it right to pay young kids, you know, that have never had anything all their lives? Is it wise to pay them fourteen million dollars immediately? Like they immediately get rich? 
you know, like these kids that get drafted, um, is it, is it, it's, you know, is it right to pay them that much money? Is it right for them to, you know, it's hard for them because a lot of them yeah. can't get adjusted, you know, they are, they have, they've got those, their crew, right. Their hangers on their family and their cousins all come out of, uh, the woodwork, the to woodwork you know, and like, you know, the dirtbag dad or whatever comes oh, yeah. and to, you know, lean on. There's a show called Ballers and it, it talks a lot about that. It's a, uh, the Rock, he's in it. There's a few other stars. It's pretty good. And it talks about that. Um, it's not so much a big jump because now you've got college players with the NIL deals. Do you know what that is? Nope. The name, image, and likeness. That's what that stands for. So basically, college players were 100% uh, amateur. They couldn't get it. The NCAA wouldn't let them. Like if a co- coach went and bought a Coke for a kid, that's a, that's a penalty. Oh, okay. That's, um, or anything like that, or if like boosters gave them, you know, any kind of cash or gifts or whatever, they would it would be penalized. Uh, but now they don't get paid to play, but they get paid to promote brands. So if you're a football player and somebody wants you to wear their shirt, um, they can pay you now to be like one of their brand ambassadors or whatever. Oh, so they okay, can use yeah. their name, image, or likeness and get paid for it. So I, I had kind of known about that with like the gymnastic scene, mm-hmm. you know, because like a lot of the so like, who's a, who's a good one? Uh, Bridget Salone. Okay, so she was on the 2008 Olympic team. Are you okay? Alex choking over there. Um, and then so she was on the 2008 Olympic team. So she's a silver Olympic silver medalist, and then she was able to compete for the University of Florida because she did not go professional, mm-hmm. which means she didn't take like sponsors. Or like you know, like right. brand deals and stuff yeah. like that. So is that kind of like the the right. thing? So now they can because yeah, and they yeah. can make crap tons of money. They can off make all like they're making millions. Of I mean, dollars. like why would you even finish your degree at that point? But whatever. Right. So that's that's the thing. Like, why would they do that? But then on the flip side is that is that for instance, like University of Arkansas, they can make you know twenty bucks off of a number six jersey or number five jersey, but. Rocket Sanders, who's wearing that number five, can't make a dime off of it. Mm-hmm. But he's the one that he's the reason that that number five jersey is big. Yeah. So now they can actually put Sanders on the back of that jersey now, and he can get a cut of that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because he's letting his name be used. Um, a lot of local businesses will use uh, football players or athletes. Nor- University of Arkansas has a really good NIL office. Because there's a lot of athletes, even as far down as like, I mean, some of the lower sports, quote, quote, lower sports, like women's soccer or even women's gymnastics. Those girls have NIL deals mm-hmm. somehow, somewhere. So they're getting they're getting yeah. some money, too. So so it's not as big of a jump anymore for some of the better athletes to go from college, not making any money to all of a sudden, boom, they're making millions of dollars. Yeah, but it's still it's still a jump. Um, I read an article one time about a, a rookie and uh you know, this professional team, they have what they called handlers, these rookie handlers. They would go and just make sure the rookies are doing okay. He went to his house, and he had just a pile of, in the corner, he just had a pile of suits. And he's, and he's like, what's the deal? And he's like, I don't, I don't know how to do laundry. So every time he needed a suit, he would just go buy just a go new buy one. Just go buy a new one. And then when he would, he didn't, but he didn't know how to do laundry. But he had enough to buy a new suit every time he needed one. So, you know. <laughs> So is, is is that good? Is it bad? I I think it's you know I feel like you'd have to ask a lot about that like a lot of things like lottery winners or yeah you know people who like 
I don't know, get like huge advancements in their jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, I mean, they, they get paid for what they're doing and people, yeah. are, and that's the market, like the market's willing to pay that money. Yeah. So. Anyway. Now that's why I wish like I could secretly be like a backup dancer for like Taylor Swift <laughs> because I would make a lot of money and I would get to just dance. Like that's fun. Right. You yeah. know, that'd be anyway, way to go. That would be cool. Yep. Uh, there is another documentary I recommend people watch if you're any interest in football at all. It's on Max, formerly known as HBO Max. It's called BS High. And it's about this team called Bishop Sycamore High School. Have you ever heard of this? No. Bishop Sycamore High School was supposed to be this elite high school, this elite football high school. And on ESPN, they'll show high school football games, but only like the best of the best, right? Yeah. These are guys that are going to be future college ball players and future future pro players. Well, this Bishop Sycamore team played this elite high school team also in a f- football game on ESPN, and they were just getting decimated. Mm-hmm. Like, they couldn't catch a ball. They were fumbling every time they had. They were just getting destroyed, and people were like, how in the world is this team getting shown on ESPN? Well, as the game goes on, people are seeing this, and they're investigating, and they're realizing turns out Bishop Sycamore wasn't even a real school. This guy had gone into like inner cities and, and suburbs and stuff and recruited kids to come play for his private school called Bishop Sycamore High School and play football. Oh. But they never went to class. They were supposed to be doing online classes, but he never had anybody check up on them. Uh, they were living in hotels or apartment complexes and he would rent them out, but he would never make payments on those rooms or anything. He was just taking their money and using it for travel expenses um, and p- lining his own pocket. And he would, uh, he wouldn't, he fed them very, they would get like a sandwich and a bowl of soup. Like these kids were playing f- elite level football, but they were so hungry that they were having to go to Walmart and steal food. Um, wow. And it was just, really interesting. they didn't have a school building. They would show up at like uh, community centers and use their computers to go online and take tests. He did, he got all this funding from the state, but he didn't. He lied on all the funding, and it was just it was just a bad, 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 bad wow. deal. So there's a whole documentary on this, and the guy was in the documentary. He was the main person in the documentary, and talking about it. And Is he, he not in prison? No, he should be. Oh, he did go for a little bit, but he's got like all these warrants out. Because he did all these hot checks, and, and oh wow, it's it's amazing. But yeah, he he basically duped an entire system to get these kids to play football, and then it shows like, but they weren't that good. No, like, and finally this one, like he kept promising, "You'll go to college, you'll play yeah. ball, you'll change your lives." None of them were able to get into school because the school they went to wasn't a real school. Oh, it's like, like a Scott's Tots ordeal. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> it was, but in real. <laughs> Because they went, this one, this, they followed this one kid, and he went, and he, he got, um, he got an offer to play for Grambling as quarterback. And he goes down there, and he's excited. He got the acceptance letter, and he goes, and like the second week he's there, they start doing their search on his records, his school records, and realize he's actually never graduated from a school. So he can't be a player. Wow. So his whole dreams and everything was just crushed. Where is he now? Uh, he actually got to go back and play for somebody. He finished his school. Oh, good. And, but he actually got to go back and play. He's playing for a college team now. But, oh, uh, awesome. Wow. But uh, but some of them didn't. Like, some yeah. of them just, they never had that chance again. So, anyway, BS High is what it's called. 
It's about it Bishop like Sycamore. Do some research into it. It is fascinating. Yeah. And it's scary about how much money is involved with with football. Right. So yeah. Um, but that's the dark side of it. Upside is football's great. It's a lot of fun, and it occupies a lot of the fall. Oh. I mean, what else would there be to occupy? You know. Right, and it's and like you say, you just you just dip your toe into it, and you find out that it's. It's actually okay. really I, exciting. I, I get it. I get what this is fun to watch. Yeah. I, I get what's going on. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I am open to teaching anybody about the game and or fantasy and family. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you stay within your parameters. Yes, set the parameters That's first. That's right. So anyway, tell us what you think. Do you like football? Is it the best? Some people are baseball purists. I understand that. Some people are only basketball, and some people just don't care for football, and I get that. And yeah. and there's a lot of people now that are like, I hate NFL, but I love college. And so that's a thing, too. Tell us what you think. Yep. Um, this has been a fun conversation. I'm so glad that you are into the fantasy world now. Oh, and to, I love it. Into fantasy football, and I think we might get that get that league going next year. Wow, I'm so excited. <laughs> I love I love the idea it of that. Might be a thing. Might be a thing. Oh, and you could get a trophy. Oh, I'm all about giving out trophies. Yes, and yeah, prizes. Trophy mm. for the best and trophy for the worst. That's how you got to do it. Oh yeah, the toilet bowl. Yeah, that's okay. what ours is called. Okay. Like the the louvers are. Li- oh no, <gasps> I just got a notification. Speaking of, um, I have Saquon Barkley, yeah. and his uh, status has been changed from questionable to doubtful. Oh, all right. Well, we got to wrap this up so, so Shannon can go adjust <laughs> yeah. her roster for yeah. the tomorrow's game. So anyway, we appreciate you all being here listening to us. We uh, we know you have options. We know you have choices. But you choose to listen to us, and that makes me feel so good. Yes, so, it does. Um, tune in next week. Uh, spooky movies. Ooh, that's going to be such a fun one. Yep, it's going to be fun. So we'll get into that. But anyway, we thank you for being here. You guys have a great day. We will talk to you later. Bye. Tableside at 16th Street is produced by H&F Productions. For all your audio, visual, and lighting needs, visit hnfproduction.com.